and we're live eventually I felt like uh, royalty there for a second when the live was counting down I thought it was never going to end I thought the laptop was either going to blow up or um, or it was a countdown or ascension or something on the live stream there but anyway I'm glad that I'm live so as you can see um, I'm outside on the land tonight uh, last night when I recorded the live podcast it was um, very warm inside of the cabin inside of the van so um, I've start, decided to bring the live stream outside uh, onto the land because it's a lot more cooler outside so uh, fingers crossed hopefully uh, this stream goes a lot more smoother than last night but it's good to see that the wi-fi is okay and um, we're ready to rock um, but anyway over the last um, how's it going Bob how's it going everyone but anyway um yeah over the last over the last few days one of the things that i've been using to survive has been the the well that's just behind us so right behind us right now if you can see on the video people who are listening on audio won't be able to see it obviously unless you've got psychic powers but i'm um, just behind us to the right here is the well and um it's been such a light lifesaver for us the well because um it's been so hot and um the, the every single body of water in portugal at the moment's so warm but the well water is icy cold it's beautiful so we've just been um just prior to this podcast um and my morning and evening routine and probably about seven times a day right now is to fill a big jug take up take a water a big bucket down the well and just fill it up and pour it over our heads to keep us cool and it's uh, so refreshing and so nice nice and it's uh it's really true what they say you know about kind of um like the power is in having the true fundamental things you know and that's one of them that's there you know that's the foundation of life is a well you know um yeah so anyway i just wanted to dive into a few different topics tonight i've got um some interesting gravy to dive into uh i wanted to talk about the the dream realm in this one i also wanted to talk about um nasa's new hilarious photo i don't know if anyone's came across that but it's really interesting I also wanted to talk about my um, journey through kind of uh, eating meat versus not eating meat uh, I've been kind of um, uncovering a lot of and trying a lot of different experiments on my journey uh, and I'm up to this point where I am on my journey now so I want to share that with you and share my thoughts because obviously that's a topic that's quite um, in the spirituality community it's quite interesting to navigate and it can be challenging at times but um, I think over the last few weeks as well which is really interesting there's been kind of a lot of um, intensity uh, in my own life um, coming up. I think, you know, like we thrust ourselves in the off-grid journey. So naturally, when you thrust yourself in any any um, any new environment, there's always going to be kind of a lot of tension, and especially add the heat to that. Because a lot of people talk about how the winter takes us inward, but I really find like it's also the heat and the hot weather also really takes us inward in an inward journey. And I've been finding that the intensity of kind of doing physical work and a lot of problems coming up on the land brings a lot of emotional wounds to the surface so uh, I've been, me and Laura's been a lot's been coming up for us and there's been a lot of times where we've been kind of working on ourselves and retreat, retreating and then coming back out again with a new fresh perspective cried a few times and then worked on a few different things with inside of ourselves um, but that's the nature of like this way of living as well you know like it's interesting because a lot of people presume that like this way of living is going to kind of it's going to be all rainbows and butterflies you know but it does bring up a lot of deep stuff that you need to face and work on and I think sometimes actually we've actually found that in the matrix it's actually a lot easier to hide away from a lot of different aspects within inside yourself whereas like when you're you know you're relying upon keeping your well going you're keeping your food going um you know looking after and tending to the land and fixing things 
you know it, it, it it's really kind of like hands-on you know and it brings up a lot of emotional stuff at all times so it's really interesting so there's been some interesting days coming up anyway one of the other things practices i've been doing i want to share with you all as well is that praying to god uh, i've been like really adopting this practice especially on an evening i've been doing it the last few nights for example well um you know i'll just kind of like pray to god you know you can pray to the divine pray to the universe whatever you want to do but it's such a, a beautiful practice and um you know like a lot of people on their journey and speak about how you know they don't have anyone to bounce ideas off or anyone to speak um and release certain things and um you know god is all around us so we can speak to him at any time you know speak to him or her um the feminine side or the masculine side of god whatever you want to speak to um but it's just such a beautiful practice and also i've been incorporating that into my life a lot lately you know like giving a lot of gratitude to kind of like the foods like for example the farmer next to us has been feeding us so well and just giving gratitude you know like to the food before I eat it and also before I drink water giving gratitude you know and like kind of like um charging the water with kind of like words and language you know um, because in life right now we all know that there's like a lot of language spells that are used against the human psyche but we can also spin that back on ourselves positively positively and charge and use our words and, and cast spells you know like spelling spells or words or spells but we can cast positive spells you know and um you know that's why like the venetians and stuff like that you know they built their worlds um they built their civilizations on the water because they knew the importance of water because they were casting spells when their civilization was near the water um but i just think it's really really an interesting one you know like um kind of like creating that uh, connection with god you know creating the connection with the divine you know having that conversation with it speaking to the universe and um forming that relationship because um you know fundamentally like you know the, the only real true relationship that you do have like the, the you know we have relationships with many different people but the, the the kind of the the most important relationship is the one with the creator and um if you can form that relationship and have faith in that it really does wonders and it does beautiful things in your life it really does and the more that you kind of practice because it, it's a practice and i'm still you know i'm still not there yet i'm still kind of forming that connection with the divine the more that you speak to it um, and call upon it and ask for its help and pray to it it's really interesting things can happen you know and it's interesting because um you know a lot of people will be like you know for example will be saying like how dare you uh, say that you can speak to god if you want to speak to god you come through me because <laughs> a lot of religions in the past you know they kind of like like cast these spells out there that like if you want to speak to god you come through me you know i'm the priest i'm the special boy if you want to speak to god you've got to come through me and it's interesting because when you do a podcast like this you get a lot of kind of emails and a lot of response by a lot of people um, especially when you have a name like ascend or like and you're talking about these kind of deep spiritual metaphysical topics a lot of people will kind of like come out the woodworks and they'll say like you know do you want to speak to your ancestors like if you want to speak to the ancestors come through me you know pay me 10 pound and i'll tell you to connect to the ancestors or um or if you want to speak to god speak through me you know i'm the special boy how dare you speak to god i'm the special boy but anyway when it comes to the dream realm um the dream realm is really something interesting for me like over the last few um years of developing my understanding my my awareness in there and kind of what the dream realm provides and i've been having some really funky dreams lately um maybe it's because the, the fresh air you know or the clean air or uh, having my feet on the ground on the bare earth who knows or it's just a part of the healing process because i think parts of the healing process at different stages our dreams kind of fluctuate and change depending on our state of consciousness um and when it comes to the the dream realm and kind of using the dream realm to unravel the psyche i think it's such a kind of a an impo really beautiful important tool and i really do feel like the psyche 
in, in a way, uses the dream realm to kind of attempt to communicate with us um, important things. You know, and if we look at a lot of the work of, like, say, for example, Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud, you know, they were um, heavily behind this understanding, you know, that the dream realm was a, a meaningful kind of like product of of um of the of unconscious of unconscious forces within the psyche and it's kind of like coming to the surface and i really do feel like you know the truths that i've kind of come into contact with is that you know when i do kind of give a lot of presence and analyze my dreams i can clearly see that it is kind of like a it's kind of like a communication from the divine a communication from the soul um to kind of uh, guide us and help us maintain like a healthy uh, dynamic and balance between the conscious and the unconscious forces within inside of ourselves because we all do have unconscious forces within us you know like it's a common like theme within the spirituality community that none of us have unconscious forces within inside of us you know but this is like this is what we're here for you know we're like we're unraveling these unconscious forces you know they're unraveling all around us you know like in the work that i do on the land it's unraveling in front of us you know if, like it triggers certain aspects within us people that turn up in our lives you know, we're all unraveling the unconscious, you know, like, that's what, like, really, like, makes me really, like, I can't follow a, a spiritual teacher who, like, a spiritual teacher who isn't honest and raw, you know, a spiritual teacher who says that they've got it all figured out, you know, like, the emotional uh, spectrum goes so deep, you know, like, no human on this planet, no soul in the entire universe has got it fully figured out, you know, there's always room for humbleness and there's always room for expansion, there's always room for, for, for things to be rearranged and moved with inside yourself. And that's why it like kind of peases off a lot of the times you see a lot of these spiritual teachers like telling you've got the, all the answers, you know. And if someone says that they've got all the answers and they've got it all figured out and they're fully healed, you know, like run a million miles away from them because there's, 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 there's so much, the depths to this, like any um, true spiritual master, and I know that's not the right word, will tell you that there's, there's always more to go, you know. There truly is. And I know that on my journey, like the more that I go, there's, I just find that the, the, the layers go so deep. And um, it's a journey, you know, and so it's a journey of unfolding the psyche and unfolding the self. But like I said, I think dreams are such a, a great way of kind of, um, you know, trans, trans, not tr transcending the darkness, but also kind of like transmuting the darkness into light within our own lives and our personal lives. I really do feel that. And I really feel like, you know, like, um, like dreams do kind of like, you know, they are kind of like a, a really important kind of source of, of the unconscious and, um, bringing kind of like an intelligent insight into things that are out of balance and I think it's kind of like what I've found in my own life is that when I'm kind of like ignoring you know my emotional state in my waking state it's kind of like in a way my soul comes through and guides us through the dream state and prompts prompts us to kind of look at certain emotions that are within us and it's such a it's such a beautiful tool and a lot of people don't actually realize as well like people think when it comes to processing emotions that we can only process emotions in um in the waking state but also emotions can be processed in the dream state you know there's many times on an evening on a night time where i'll wake up crying or working through emotions you know and this, it's such a powerful tool like we can actually work through powerful emotions and change our metaphysical state just through the middle of the night you know like like uh, give an emphasis to the spirit realm because i believe that dream realm is the spirit realm to my understanding and um i feel like so much work can be done in there but anyway, when it comes to um, the, the vegan conversation uh, or eating meat versus not eating meat, this is something that I also wanted to kind of slightly touch on in this one tonight as well before I start like, kind of diving into some things that other people have said say in the comments. But um, when it comes to the vegan um, conversation, this is a journey that I've been on for quite, a, quite some time now and I've been trying to like navigate it. And it's, um, you know, it's, 
it's not an easy thing you know because um at the moment like on my journey right now i'm trying to kind of like the way i see nutrition and the way i see kind of uh, eating food is i'm kind of like trying to move towards um eating foods that are kind of uh, teal to ascension you know all about kind of evolving myself and um you know for such a long time i was never looking at diet like that i was always looking at diet, diet purely from like a nutritional perspective or or like a performance perspective and now on my journey now i'm kind of looking at food from more like kind of like a, a an ascension process you know what is what is the food that's kind of aligned to my highest self you know to my to to my highest part of myself and for such a long time like for about the last five years I've been eating a diet of like kind of I've been incorporating a lot of meat in my diet and not my meat sorry a lot of fish in my diet so I would I wouldn't eat any other type of meat I would just eat fish um twice a week uh, maybe once a week or twice a week I would be eating fish and then over the last period of a month I've been kind of in, uh, I've been like strictly eating no um animal products like all I've just been eating no meat at all and I've just been kind of like doing a test of my body and seeing how it feels, you know, from like a, a, a an emotional perspective and also a physical perspective. Uh, but what's interesting is a lot of people when they kind of like enter the journey of kind of like changing their diet drastically, you know, people see a lot of massive changes when if they go from like a veganism to eating meat, you know, a lot of vegans eat kind of like a really bad diet. A lot of meat eaters eat a lot of bad diet, like the Western approach to it. But in my journey, which is interesting, the transition from kind of like going from um, eating fish and then now just completely solely eating um, vegetables basically uh, and fruits and nuts and seeds um i've I, I haven't kind of noticed that much of a big difference in my diet from from going going to that place because my diet was already relatively clean the only thing that i was that was different is i was eating fish twice a week and i haven't really noticed a difference but what's interesting about this is kind of on my journey i've kind of went the one way where i'm kind of like being a scientist of this journey now where i'm not eating meat and laura's kind of been a vegan for such a long time and she's going the other way so i think it's such important uh, really interesting times because it's it is like a, a really interesting one to navigate you know and really remain and humble and open because a lot of people can't do this you know they come very dogmatic in many different aspects in life you know like i'm the vegan i'm the meat eater i'm the paleo guy you know i'm the breffetarian you know like it's really important not to be dogmatic in these approaches and always stay open and humble um, and that leaves a lot of room to be open on the journey to stay open but you know like right now and what actually it's interesting because when it comes to dreams as well i link it to that because what actually caused me to, to to go through this emotional window with inside myself when it comes to eating meat and not eating meat sorry is what happened is i had a dream one on the um one night where i looked down at my right hand side of my leg and in the dream um it was kind of there was a lot of rotten fish that was coming out my leg and then i had the second dream again the second night and on the third night i had the third dream of the exact same dream on the way i looked down those rotten like fish and fish coming out my legs um and it's hard to explain but like you can't explain this through language language but i kind of like stepped through this emotional window with inside myself where i kind of emotionally really seeded how the next part of my journey was to kind of try not eating any any animal products you know so that's where i'm up to right now you know it might change but i'm just kind of like honoring and just wanted to share that you know i'm feeling good right now you know I, i'm um, i haven't really noticed much of a difference but i just just wanted to share that it's a it's a journey of you know it's like it's working through different stuff and just feeling it out and see what's right for you you know it might not work out i might change again um, and i also think as well like it's a it's probably quite easy for me to do that right now in portugal where all the where you can grow food mostly all year round vegetables and fruits and it's just abundant with kind of like 
fresh fruit fruits and vegetables and it's also sunny you know maybe in a different climate it's different you know i really do how's it going douglas how's it going everyone um yes yeah, so i've just been talking about veganism that's what i've been talking about if anyone's coming into the live now um but anyway yeah um i wanted to also talk about um uh nasa as well because i don't know if any of you, any of you out there have seen uh nasa's i mean nasa's always putting out you know nasa should be called it shouldn't be called nasa it should be called clown world you know it's always um there was a funny meme by the way as well and it said like um had a, a there was a meme that i put on my instagram and it was a picture of um disneyland and it said um it said uh it had a picture of disneyland and it said disneyland for kids and it showed like mickey mouse and stuff and then it had a picture of like all the guys in suits and nasa and it said uh disneyland for adults nasa um so it's funny so it definitely feels like that at times when you really kind of like see all these spells and once you've kind of like once you've gone through that window of like understanding like how like how understanding the hilariousness of nasa um it does become like a comical show it really does like especially when they start putting um casting their spells and putting out all these different images and pictures and stuff you really can see beyond the the bullshit which is hilarious um but anyway um i'll just get this up on my phone because um there's like basically nasa's like released a, a new picture li li a few days ago and it's basically um it's called the james webb space telescope and it's basically kind of like a picture um a computer generated picture looks more like kind of like a like a past a kids like it looks more like a kids kind of like done like a pastel painting in school or something in primary school um but it's interesting like how it says like it says like um lands this landscape of mountains and valleys speckled with glitter and stars it's actually the edge of a nearby young star forming in the region of ngc3324 oh yes the young star forming in the region of the ng3324 <laughs> by nasa's new james webb space it's kind of like they put in them like they put in them chords it's like kind of like the the masturbation chords i call them it's kind of like when you hear them chords um yeah douglas said cgi yeah for sure it's kind of like the nasa puts in them the, the masturbation chords for like it's kind of like the way that society operates to some degree right now when they kind of like um when uh which is really interesting where kind of societal like on the news they'll, they'll dress up a doc doctor in like an outfit and everyone else will just bow their heads to the doctor because the guy just has a, a white basically he has like a thermometer in, on his in his top he has um <laughs> he has a white lab coat on and everyone just thinks that he's a man of a man of knowledge it's kind of like when like, like when a man just kind of like walks around with a walking stick you know like i'm a i'm a man of knowledge and it's kind of like we have these like psychological things in our mind that associate like certain archetype archetypical things is kind of like a, a, a wise man or a man of power and like the media does that you know like they'll get a guy to like put it to wear like a lab coat and like pretend that he's a man of power you know like i'm a very wise man listen to what i have to say uh, believe in everything that I, I have to say and someone said in the comments um they never put out an image unless it's manipulated and not even a real one image of earth yeah for sure also the continents we all we you know the continents on the planet are like that too as well you know like the continents are all out of shape and all out of size but it's interesting like you know the spells are getting more and more hilarious once you start um seeing them you know and it's interesting because like on the journey you know i know all you out there have also in the same position but you all have them we all have them kind of moments where like kind of you know like um where you're kind of walking around and looking at the night sky on a night time and you start questioning the moon you know like you start questioning the distance of the sun 
Um, and there's so many more people now kind of like waking up to them spells, you know. Um, and it's interesting because like, if, for example, if we did go to the moon, you know, there would have been kind of like right now, you know, the way that we kind of operate within humanity now, like if, if human beings get to a certain thing, you know, like they'll, they'll put something on there so big that you can see it from somewhere else, you know, they'd put like a big McDonald's sign on there, you know, it would have a big sponsor, you know, and it's like these little things that's like, and, and all the rest of the hilariousness around it is like, you know, it's like the moon landing is one of them, one of them first spells that you have to uncover on the spiritual journey to realize how deep the spells go, you know, and it's like, if they can lie about that, what else do they lie about, you know? Uh, and it's interesting because like you see it as someone like the common person you know you didn't go to the moon it's like how dare you say you didn't go to the moon you know um <laughs> you're a racist <laughs> if you didn't go to the moon you're a racist <laughs> um but it's interesting because you know besides that you know like how how much the hilariousness is like if we've got to if we've got to realize how deep that the spells do go you know like we shut down the world economy for two years because of sniffles, you know, <laughs> some little sniffles in the in our nostrils. But you know, it's interesting because, like, looking around at the world right now, you know, like if someone, because I think one of the spells that we do we are starting to see right now on the planet, and it's and you, you we've got to be such a farmer of the spells, you know, like you've really got to kind of be on it in terms of like uh, unraveling our own programs, but also being able to kind of decipher the spells that are coming out by everyone around us. Because like one of the kind of the energy sucks that we've seen over the last few years, and, it, and it's always changing all the time, you know, they're always kind of moving the pedestal. But one of them is kind of like, you know, the spell of kind of like how humans are killing the planet and um, how like kind of the planet's messed up and how it's all about our problem, we're the root cause of it, you know, like it's all our problem, it's all about pollution, um, climate change, you know, the climate's always changing. It's always changed. That's why they had to change the word to climate change, you know, instead of global warming, because they could never prove global warming. So they had to change the word to climate change. Um, but the climate's already always changing, you know. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, like someone else, if, like you, it's interesting that, like, you know, someone tells me again, like, that we're the root problem of this. And, and these people who are casting these spells saying that we're the problem of this, you know, they're not composting their own food. They're not composting the shit. They're not growing their own foods. You know, like, you can't, you just can't take anyone seriously who's not kind of moving towards that in their life, you know, where they're taking ownership of their own life. Because a lot of these people who are shouting from the terraces, and this can go for all these movements too around the world right now that's going on, all these people who are shouting and pointing fingers at, at the government to be the mommy and daddy and tell them what to do. You know, they're not taking ownership of their own life, you know, they're putting their energy into things outside themselves. But when you start putting energy in your own self, in your own self you know, you start realizing that, that, um, that things are a lot more abundant you know like we can be um we can work in a in a kind of like a symbolic a symbiotic system with with nature you know we can work with system it's not all like doom and gloom you know um we are fundamentally a part of that symbolic relationship that nature is kind of like the information that's coming out of nature you know we're a part of that too but they kind of want want us to believe that you know that you're the problem of this place you know it's all about you you know um, but if you if we take it back to basics, you know, like we can we can like kind of work with that and manage that in a much more healthy way, and we don't need anyone else to tell us how to manage them systems, you know. But it's interesting because like a lot of these kind of like forces that are played within society and a lot of these kind of like emotional sucks that I like to call them, you know, um, it basically preys a lot of the time on um, on your ability to just kind of nod your head 
and go along with what, everything that's going on and just forget what they said four months ago because they're constantly moving the pedestal at all times, you know, like the, four months ago it was something else, now it's something else. And they just kind of like prey on that ability that people are so kind of completely programmed and, and washed out that they'll kind of like just nod the head to, to, to anything, you know, and just forget about what went on four months ago. But I think, um, you know, it's interesting because, you know, like you don't have to get like one of the things that I, one of the biggest things that I've learned is that especially with coming off grid right now is that, you know, you don't have to kind of um, you don't have to kind of get sucked into. Um, to, you know, all these kind of problems that that are kind of being manufactured all around us to, to suck our energy, energy into, you know, like all these movements, because what actually happens is like what happens is if you don't what I've found is that if you don't get sucked into all these different movements, that's all around us you actually end up having so much more energy to put it into something positive, you know? Because they don't want you to believe that there's like this there's food everywhere, food everywhere, food all over for everyone, you know? They don't want you to believe that there's enough water to go around. Like for example, like like in in Portugal right now where I'm in Portugal now, you know, it's a, it's in the dry season, it's very dry. And um the land's very dry, but even with that said, there's so much water, you know, like even just where I am now there's like seven wells, you know, right in less proximity where I am. There's so much water. Um, imagine how much water is in like in the more northern hemispheres, you know. But everyone still pays for the water. It's it's hilarious, you know. Like these spells are like so cast within the system that like they have to like play out these things like you know water scarce, like we have to pay for water, you know. But it, these things aren't scarce, you know. Like food is is abundant all around us, you know. Like if everyone could just get a little bit of plot of land and grow their own food, they would be able to take the power back from so many different from from so many different levels but it kind of like plays on them spells kind of play on our vulnerability to kind of not like understand how 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 these things work you know and if you do and i really feel like you know if you don't get sucked in all these movements you do have so much more energy to kind of like to put your energy in these positive things and start working on different aspects with inside yourself to like to take your power back from these different things you know and you know that's you know because I think right now you know the more people are starting to wake up to how these spells work you know and how all these different movements you know like because in in a sense you know like when a lot of people are waking up but a lot of people are being are now being caught in these kind of new all, all these kind of manufactured movements that are trying to suck our energy and our life force in these certain di- different directions and um you know I think once you do start kind of like realizing how they are doing this to you you know and how they they are kind of kind of trying to activate emotional wounds in you and traumas and pull you into these emotional sucks once you kind of get beyond that um you know the system starts losing so much power because more people it is starting to lose more power now you know like more people are starting to kind of like see through that through them spells you know and um they're losing the the system is starting to lose the attention of so many different people now and the respect as well because of all these like all these magic all these these kind of magicians that have kind of cast these spells you know they kind of like they've played out the same spells over and over again that they're no longer starting to work you know and the ties are starting to change and um when they can't like suck your energy you know because that's what the kind of like the 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 demonic forces that's all around us that's what they want to do you know they they prey on people's emotional wounds they prey on your vulnerabilities because they know emotionally like, you know they, they know the human makeup so well because they're also human too you know they've been human they've fallen they're fallen spirits you know fallen spirits who are puppeteering other humans who are in this realm now you know like so they do that through their emotional wounds you know they know the emotional the human emotional makeup because they're also a soul too you know 
they're also human too. They know how the human psyche operates and how it ticks, you know. They know how to, to manufacture, just like in Stranger Things, you know, they know how to manufacture and bring together the, the upside down with the upside down world world and try to merge the two. Like in Stranger Things, for example, which is interesting if anyone's ever seen that, I don't know the breakdown on that a few streams ago. But one of the concepts in Stranger Things is like, you know, it's it's bringing forward the light, the, the two worlds together, you know, like the, the darkness, like the lower realms and, the, and kind of the earthly realm, you know, and kind of like trying to bring the kind of like the demonic forces into that place. And they do it through the kids' traumas, you know, um, they do it through humans' traumas, you know, like they find the weakness and the chinks within the human traumas. And that's a way to kind of like hypnotize and sink the 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 kids into the demonic realm you know to kind of be able to to hypnotize them and control them um and it's it's, it's deep stuff you know like these spells are going on now but once you start seeing through them you know the spells you, the spells can't hook you in anymore you know you start becoming more intelligent to them and you start being able to feel your way and navigate through them in different ways and i, I do feel like there's um you know there's different forces in this place you know like i remember when i first started my journey and i would hear like spiritual teachers um people who had classes very advanced speak about how like this how there is kind of like different dimensional ways of operating on in this reality you know there's the dimensional there's like the physics physical solid word world where everything's just physical and everything's not malleable it's just fixed in reality and it has a, a fixed law set but then there's this also this there's this other kind of world that once you start waking up to yourself that you can navigate in and it's a work of the it's a world of the emotions it's a it's a world of kind of like um it's kind of like tied to like um the empathic state it's also tied to kind of like um like the psyche and it's one that's kind of more malleable you know it's like more attached to kind of like your spirit spiritual body if you want to call it that your astral body it's more kind of like malleable you know you can kind of like speak to it you can communicate with it you can work with it in different ways and i think that's what kind of like all these spells from nasa are like kind of trying to like take you away from it's trying to kind of like take you into this mechanistic more approach to reality. You know, like everything is fixed. Everything is solid. Um, you know, the planets are planets. You know, they're lined up like this. You know, there's a cosmic error. There's a cosmic error. There's a cosmic shift over here. Like this is the, this is Mars and this is the moon. Um, but just keep continuing with your jobs, guys. And uh, we'll tell you and inform you when um, when you need to know certain stuff and when we're going to the moon. But like once you kind of start seeing through them spells, you can interact with the moon. You can interact with the sun, you know, um, and you can kind of like go out on a night time and have your moon time, if you want to call it that. You know, like a, a lot of people like there's a new word I call it now is like a lot of people are calling it moon time. Where, for example, where you like, you know, at one time, like a lot of people call me call it the private time where you'll go off and masturbate or something like that. And you'll you'll take be a little naughty boy and you'll go off and masturbate to, to a porn site. But now, like, a lot more conscious people now are, like, are having moon time where instead of, like, going off and masturbating, they'll go off and kind of, like, secretly take themselves away from the Matrix and they'll go out in the night time and they'll look at the night sky, you know. They'll take some, like, uh, like a Nikon 500 and they'll start zooming into the moon or zooming into the stars and see how they pulsate and completely different. So if anyone, um, if you, if you, if anyone tells you that you're crazy, um, just tell them that you're having some moon time. And I think we all need some moon time, you know, where we just go and look at the moon on the night time and take ourselves away around the campfire. Because there's a lot of people, you know, like who do that, you know, like I've done that for so long where you just take yourself out to a wild camp and you'll have a campfire or you'll take yourself away from with one friend who gets it, you know, and just sit beside the fire and you'll talk about the moon and how it's like kind of, it's like a safe space, isn't it? It's like a kind of like a, um, 
it's like a, it's our like little safe space where we can kind of like ha- go away with our friends and we can kind of speak about these deep topics like do you think what do you think the moon is yeah i definitely don't think the moon's what nasa's telling us and it's so refreshing like when you find that one person who's like yeah yeah i definitely don't think the moon's what they're telling us you know i definitely don't think the planets are, uh, are physical planets i definitely don't think that um that we're spinning around in space in a million miles an hour <laughs> i definitely think we're stationary um what are the stars what what is up there is it a firmament you know is that water up there there's something so beautiful like when you tap into that and you have people around you who can kind of be open to their to the spells and uncovering them you know it really is and it trigger it obviously triggers many you know like how dare you speak about that this i've been taught about this when i was younger yeah sorry it's a lie it really is but this beauty there's beauty on the other side of it you know once you start kind of like realizing the spells and uncovering the spells what happens through that process is like you start realizing that this place is more divine and we are the center of this thing you know and there's something beautiful happens through that process you know but like i said before you know the system and them systems are starting to lose a lot more power now and when you start kind of unraveling different like spells that are all around us um and you don't no longer care about kind of being scared of what someone says or worried about being challenged and you stand in your power and you follow truth over anything else you know that's when things start changing you know like and, and changing drastically because i think that's what's happening on a on a bigger level right now more people are being open to these aspects and being more malleable with the thoughts and being more open and humble and when we do that you know things on the on the physical level start changing really fast because more of us inside of us are starting to question these things and physically start things happening it's like the example the only way i can describe it is like when it comes to the conversation of the luminaries like because our the planets and the stars i think the better name to call them is the luminaries and a lot of new people are term term are calling the stars luminaries and what happens is is that a lot of people don't realize that like this place is so magnificent and special that once you start forming your own or own connection to the night sky to the world around us to nature it has a different type of feedback you know it's not just a fixed feedback you know the the stars because i really do believe that the night sky and the stars we all have our own fundamental relationship with the night sky and the stars you know depending on your level of awareness and your level of consciousness and um this is vastly been 100% um um evident to me on my journey as i've started to awaken the senses within me the night sky and the stars have changed the way i look at it the way i feel it the way i interact with it and um and that's kind of like the difference between the intellectual understanding of nasa you know like these are fixed stars in the sky you know um we went to the moon um but once you start kind of like unraveling that you have form a complete different career, uh, connection to that you know but also as well like um you know like once you do kind of like as well just to add a different spin like once you do start kind of starting to um you know you get out of debt um you start growing your own food you know you don't you don't care about them what they're saying anymore you know you start taking these like physical this is why i always put it forward like the physical aspects is so important because once you start taking the physical aspects back from yourself and you start taking power back you know you're in a position where you can no, you no longer like even pay attention to them anymore you know they can no longer pull you in to like um food prices are going up you know water prices are going up gas is going up and you can use that energy and that means for other other much more beautiful things and you fundamentally just they that them spells just completely lose power you know and and i'm not seeing that kind of like for example like things i've been learning right now i'm not starting to see like that that um that like living for example living this way that i'm trying to move into is easy you know it's not it's a, it's hard you know like i'm starting to learn that now it is a hard way of living you know 
but it's 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 definitely more rewarding but it's a process you know um you know people would say that it's a lot probably it's a lot easier to hide in the beast you know it's a lot hide, hide easy to, uh, to hide in the matrix um but obviously that's for that's for other people to kind of desire just decide, decide on their journey you know because there is a lot of spells that we do have to emotionally work on in our lives not even when it comes to nasa and space but for example just like the the conversation of like when we hear these animal programs talking about how nature is this all devouring like david attenborough nature is this all devouring aspect you know we we look at the lion killing the other other predator it's the biggest predator oh look at the trees devouring itself but like when you get in the nature you start truly in the nature you start realizing how nature is a self-organizing system and it actually is more like it's more self it's not self-serving you know it's more kind of cooperative and it's more beautiful um but you know like even for example you know the system the spiels in school you know like in that we've been learned through history you know like hunting gatherers are less intelligent hunting gatherers were less intelligent well have you ever tried to go out and create a bushcraft fire by you without without using a match or a lighter without have you tried using a, f a flint have you tried like growing your own foods and finding out how hard it is because it's very hard you know like just and like and there's an intelligence to like to, to these people who know these skills who grow foods who grow farm who understand like the process of composting you know there's a process to it and um but this spells kind of like this rhetoric's been like interwoven throughout humanity and these spells are being cast upon us to kind of turn our turn our shoulder on that way of life you know it's more intelligent to work in a nine to five job it's more intelligent to understand like um this this certain process or this type of process but you know there's there is like intelligence in in like kind of like in true skills you know um in, in the organic roles and the organic things there's a lot of intelligence in it and there's also like a lot of spiritual wisdom in them things too as well but that's where the like the war's been arranged because it's kind of been waged on the psyche but it's also been waged on the physical to take us away because like you know once we start like integrating ourselves back into more kind of organic ways of living you know they kind of like bring more like a simp like a spiritual symbiosis to you you know and start kind of bringing balance back in all lives all aspects because it's not just spiritual it's a uh, it's physical you know um 100% um but it's it's just it's just a it is it's just a process you know but one of the, one of the biggest like one of the biggest um one of the biggest things is that that I've started to learn is that one of the biggest things I've started to learn is that one of the biggest like lies on the planet right now is that you know we don't have to drink their Kool-Aid you know you don't have to adopt into their system you know like there is other ways of living you know there is other ways of being you know you it's like it's not all doom and gloom you know we can take control of of who we are what what we doing and um and it's 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 not kind of like it's not um it's not all doom and gloom you know and it's like kind of like the biggest spell is that is that we that the biggest spell that's been interwoven is that we uh, we um that we can't kind of like that 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 we are at the mercy of someone else you know and when and we're not and i really feel like when you start taking your power back from them levels it, it really gets interesting and it's interesting because like we are to some degree like one of the things that i've been learning that like you know it's through our own sin that and that through our own darkness that we kind of like that we are at mercy of the beast you know that we are at this under the uh, in the wraps of them spells you know it's like through our own sin now and darkness you know it's our own kind of sin of pornography you know it's through our own sin of kind of like what requiring to eat bad food you know or like for example 
there's water in that well behind us right now. It's got no fluoride in it, you know. Um, that's my source of water right now, you know. And um, once we start kind of taking our taking our power back from these areas, you you realize how like how once you start taking them back, that's where the true that's where the true power is, hundred percent. But it's interesting because um, uh, Laura's reading this book at the moment by uh, Carl Jung, and it's I think it's called the book's called the the collective unconscious. That's part of the title anyway. And um, it's interesting because even Carl Jung in the past was breaking down these kind of like these unconscious forces that were that reside within the human being. I know like um, Edward Bernays talked about this too as well, but Carl Jung kind of took it down in this book to the level of kind of like of like the human sin and how kind of he, the way he broke was what he was speaking about, which was interesting in the book, was how kind of like the Na- Native Americans kind of like so we have this kind of rhetoric that the native americans kind of like lost their power and a lot of these cultures of the past and these tribal people lost their power directly through kind of like by the white man or the western man coming in there and kind of like killing them or taking them out but actually like this perspective was very interesting and it's and it's interesting how this is also mirroring right now in society that it's through native americans own sin in the spells that they cast upon themselves that actually took them out of that world you know by adopting the western world you know like they were kind of like the because this world is built upon like the premise of like it's always trying to coax us in you know it's like the the nature of this place is that it needs your cooperation it needs your your um it needs your uh um what's the word i'm looking for it needs your kind of it needs your um it needs you to say yes, basically. You know, it needs your kind of. Uh, it needs you to kind of adopt into the principles of what it's given you. It's like the same with what we've just seen with the last few years, with the taking the spice and everything like that, and wearing the masks and all these different mandates. You know, them they were just mandates. They're just mandates are just spells. You know, they're not laws. You know, mandates are just spells. They're not laws. And uh, obviously, a lot of us seen through that and started casting realizing how there were just spells that were cast upon us and we stuck we we moved past them you know we dodged them through understanding our natural law um and standing our power and standing our truth and that's the same thing like what carl jung was talking about was like how and also kind of like carl jung talked about this but also like um george orwell talked about this too as well how like it's through our own sin into these systems that we lose our power you know it's through our like giving up giving our them organic aspects of ourselves and adopting into a different way of being and a more mechanistic way of living and that's kind of like what um what carl, carl jung was talking about how like kind of like the native americans you know like through their own sin and through all these cultures you know they adopted the western way of life you know they give away their, their powers you know it wasn't all kind of like it wasn't all devouring of like them just having things took taken away from them. Of course, there were certain aspects to that, but it was through their kind of sin and through them kind of choosing to leave that way of life. And obviously, all of us have done that, you know, like all of our ancestors have done that to some degree. Um, but in the Western world, that's also mirrored right now, you know. It's through our own sin that, that we kind of have to um, have this form of suffering that we go through now, right now, you know. But anyway, I'm going to dive into some comments and see what your thoughts have got to say. Yeah, Daryl says, Daryl Patton says, consent, 100%. That's the word I was looking for. It's... <coughs> Just take a drink of the well water. <coughs> Funny thing as well, I've got to mention <coughs> before I dive into that point that Daryl made <coughs> about consent. <coughs> Is that um, you might see a, a little bit of a occurrence from the boars <coughs> because the wild boars on night time 
they have like a certain routine where they come around the land and start like digging up all the roots and they're very predictable very predictable the boars very like the very like kind of like uh <laughs> very like the system very like the, uh, the 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 matrix very predictable the spells that they cast but the boars kind of like um come down the land and they do like a little bit of a routine a little bit of a dance so you might see them come past here in the background but um when daryl was speaking about consent yeah that's like that's what i was trying the point i was trying to make you know it's like it's all about consent you know like it's like from a, like a higher perspective you know like in some to some to some degree it's like kind of like it's like karmic in it it's a kind of like it's like a karmic magician you know to kind of like to not receive that karma you know like you kind of like seduce someone psychologically into making a move but you actually don't get you don't do you don't make them do it you know you just kind of like set set kind of a roadblock up in a way to kind of or a mandate or something for, to, to kind of make people opt into that themselves or choose that route and route their own way you know but there's something like there's something interesting that happens when you when you do realize like that you do take it back to kind of a higher perspective and see how the things this work on a metaphysical level because this is working on like on a metaphysical level right now like the darker spirits and like who are just darkest fallen souls you know they kind of like they want you to kind of operate through sin and want to try and like manipulate your thought stream and manipulate the frequency so that so that they can also operate in sin too as well you know it's like this weird kind of like system that that plays out um someone else said in the comment douglas said tupac biggie easy and i'm not sure who that is are, are not dead but hip-hop is called Ju jurassic five i'm not sure i get that i might get that when i come back though it hasn't registered in my mind but uh yeah i love I'll, anyway regardless of that i love them artists i think um, them artists that come through civilization are, are so powerful you know like they really do kind of like they really do kind of like come through society in these waves like these people like these characters come through society you know and um you know like so many different minds like like terence mckenna alan watts like the list goes on and on and on like these minds that come through society and they plant these seeds you know whether it's through art through music through comedy and they do it in a way that's kind of triggers like a conscious shift within a lot of people and it sends waves through humanity you know but we're all we're all doing that in our own lives now you know like more people are starting to to crush in their own different ways you know and um and i, I think it's beautiful because like it's not all like doom and gloom right now like it's it's actually beautiful like i've said this before but most people right now who are kind of like who are suffering are the ones who haven't seen the lessons why everything's happened over the last few years you know the people who are in pain are the ones who um who kind of were who um the ones who are in pain right now are the ones who haven't seen what the universe was telling everyone what god was trying to tell everyone right now but people have kind of the ones who are crushing are the ones who've seen what the lessons are trying to tell us and we've implemented them in our lives you know we start changing certain aspects you know but they're the conspiracy theorists <laughs> The ones who've seen through the spells, they're the conspiracy theorists. The ones who believe the moon's fake, you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you're crazy, boy. I'm a special boy. How dare you tell me that the moon wasn't real? The moon, la the moon lander wasn't real. Did you see them astronauts' fa faces? They were so happy. They definitely went to the moon. They would never lie about a thing like that. They would never, ever tell us a spell. They would never, ever do anything like that. They would never, ever close the economy down just for cuffs of sniffles. But we're, we're the crazy ones. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Douglas said, it sounds crazy, I know, but if you're research, it is undeniable. Yeah, for sure. Like I say, that's well, that's what the, that, that's, that's the problem like with a lot of these topics, like when it comes to moon landing. Like a lot of people, when it comes to kind of like, even, for example, even like the, the, the model of like the heliocentric model, a lot of people don't even, who believe, completely believe in the, in the model that we're being told, regardless whether it's flat, whether it's round, whether it's looks shaped like a dick or shaped like a, a pear or whatever it's shaped like regardless of that the people who kind of routinely just haphazardly believe in what nasa says don't even understand their own model you know they don't even understand it when they when they're challenged on certain aspects of the distances of certain planets and things like that they don't even understand their own model which is hilarious um but gravity's got to be real gravity's got to be real look gravity's got to be real oh my god it's real <laughs> um les said Hi, Dan and Laura. Get to know your land, where the sun is, the shared parts are, the most dry, the most moist, and the most windy in the sheltered areas. Uh, that's when your homestead will be more productive. Take your time. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's one of the things that we've really been kind of, like, um, learning, you know? Like, we've been learning and operating all these different things, you know? Like, it's kind of, like, there's so much physicality to learn, you know? Like, um, for example, like you just said, like, where's the kind of the most dampest part of the land? Um, but we've like we've already found that you know we know that the lower terrace, the lower part of the land, is where the most moist part of the land is. So that's where we'll be growing our own, growing our food. Also, for example, like um, at the minute, I'm building um, because currently at the moment, like for showers and things like that, we're just using um, the well water behind us, and it's brilliant. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, when you're easy to serve, you can you can you can do anything. You know, um, and at the moment. Uh, we're actually going to be sharing this in one of the vlogs lately as well, how we actually shower, which is funny. Um, but anyway, we've just been using this kind of the six pounds, six pound water pump to, um, which is the best thing I've ever bought, to be honest, to wash ourselves, which is really, really nice. And um, it's so beautiful to have that to cool yourself down. But um, at the minute, I'm building like a shower, I'm building like an outdoor shower kind of thing, like a like a shower block with a compost toilet and stuff, just like using utilizing whatever equipment we've got. Like there was three breeze blocks on the land and just utilizing whatever whatever we've got. And that's the beautiful thing about off grid. You can just kind of like use your creativity in mind to build different things. Like at the moment, like I'm also going to be building it. Um, I'm, look, I'm getting some more pallets from the industrial place. That's that's um, in the town. That's the closest town to us. And I'm I'm getting some pallets. And um, like for basically for things for free that you can find in bins and things like that that's what we've been doing we've been driving around we we'll always look around for for free wood that's kind of like near bins and things like that and just kind of like bringing them back and testing me woodwork and skills and building things and i'm actually going to be building a plunge pool out of pallets and it's going to cost absolutely hardly anything and it's going to look amazing once i've finished it but um that's one of the projects that i'll be working on but um like you said like yeah the shade shade's definitely a big one like for example, like you can't really see it behind us right now, but you can see that little thing that I've built there. And um, we just built that today, and we've kind of been working with different designs. But it's basically just a, some pallets and some uh, like a tarp over the top, and we've kind of like put some like pillars in and stuff like that. And it's just a lovely little quick solution just to get sheared. I don't know if you can see it. I've also got like a big, um, a huge piece of quartz behind us as well. I don't know if anyone can see the quartz. I'll move out the way. But you can see the quartz on this. Like on the land right now, it's beautiful. Like there's loads of quartz everywhere. And then um, we're just collecting it all up because we're going to place it around the land nicely, which is really cool. 
um but like you said les like it is it's just kind of like it's a it's a huge learning process you know and it's like it's just kind of it's empowering at the same time it's challenging but there's just there's so many different aspects to, to learn um but like for example learning where the sun comes on the, in portugal is a different kettle of fish because the sun's just always out you know it's so hot but that's the beautiful thing because obviously you want to be able to grow foods mostly year round you know and, and grow um exotic fruits as well, fruits and vegetables too as well um but we're definitely we're definitely kind of like uncovering a lot of different different stuff you know um, but we've been working on some really cool projects um we've got i know we've been sharing them in our vlogs and stuff um but there's so much going on like we're learning so much stuff you know like um like laura's just built a compost a composting area which was really nice just using pallets again and it looks awesome it looks good and we've started the journey of composting and um every day we go out and we water it down as well keep it dry keep it moist and we just learn you know it's all trial and error uh, but it's such a it's such a beautiful journey to be able to just kind of like to try different stuff you know i kind of wish to some degree that before this journey as well like i got an allotment to some degree you know and started like working on our allotment um douglas said gravity so powerful to hold millions of gallons of water out on the ball yeah a bird can fly through the air yeah like no model that's a good point no model like no one can ever prove a model where water can ex ex uh, exist on a ball which is really funny you know like not never been proven once no one can get a ball and, and, and keep that water on the ball <coughs> no way but if neil degrasse tyson says it it must be real <laughs> um les also said i made lots of mistakes with my land it's a learning curve yeah it is it's it just truly is it truly is a learning curve um laura yeah. could you try and get the pass the the, the the thing through for us please could you get the extension cable and get the charger? Uh, the, uh, the extension cables in the shed. Thank you. The laptop's going dead, so I'm, I'm just getting Laura to, to do some chores for us. <laughs> yeah, it does. It works off the inverter. Um, right, where was I up to? I was reading one of the comments. Um... My dad's in the comments. My dad also said, um, and when Neil Armstrong died, his wife moved his wardrobe in his room and under it was 16 millimeters cam and the other equipment he was supposed to have actually left on the moon. He hid it to be found. I'm not sure what that means. Neil Armstrong died. His wife moved his wardrobe in his room and under it was 16 millimeter cam and other equipment he was supposed to have actually found all right i get it yeah yeah definitely i didn't get that for a second there dad <laughs> where you wrote it but uh, yeah that, well it's the, the the tree one's the funniest one like recording over the moon land and tape you know like why would you do that you know oh we'll just record over this one like the most supposedly the most important thing to ever happen to humanity it's hilarious craziness now but like I say, it's, it's, it's clown world, you know, like it truly is clown world, like, and everything's just getting hilarious, like, that's the, be it's like, right now, that's why, like, like, I think comedy's so, comedy's so funny to kind of, like, to, um, you got it, Laura, like, comedy's so funny, like, against the system, you know, like, the system doesn't like comedy, that's why, like, a lot of comedians get, like, tucked down, you know, because, because they are so funny, they're a threat to the system, you know.
Give Laura a like for that one. That's fine, Laura. Yeah, give Laura a like in the comments for that one. Uh, she's kept this stream going there. The laptop was about to go down. It's better than last night anyway. At least the laptop's not malfunctioning yet. I've got, I have got some, um, which is funny, I have got some, I've got a packet of frozen fruit underneath the laptop, which is funny. It's completely warm now and it's completely melted. But uh, I've got a pack of frozen fruit underneath the laptop to keep it, uh, to keep it cool down. I'm not sure if it needs to be kept cool because of the, because of the actual, because it's so hot, or because the the uh, the knowledge is so uh, so uh, bringing the heat. <laughs> um, Les says I love quotes. Uh, where um, when is your grown season in Portugal? All the time. <laughs> you grow food nearly all year round. No, but there is certain like. Um, in Portugal, we're still learning, to be honest, and we're still unsure. There's still kind of like, um, it still follows the normal cycles of the growing season, but there is kind of like, because Portugal's quite warm all year round, um, you can kind of grow some foods most year round as well, which is which is interesting. And also as well, like um, the type of the type of foods that you can grow is very exotic. Like like today, for example, it was 43 degrees. I don't, I don't even know what that is in America, America or anything, or other countries around the world. But trust us, forty three degrees is very hot. It's really hot. Um, like you can't you can't be in the heat. It's just so it's so it's just too. You can't work during the day. You have to kind of like. You really have to um. Kind of honor when it's time to work and when it's not. Like so, at the moment we've been getting up really early in the morning, like five six o'clock. Work until about half ten ten o'clock. Gets so hot and then it's just survival mode. <laughs> it's survival mode right at the moment. Um, but we are kind of once once we kind of work on more things, it's just about getting better. You know, it's kind of like working through the unbearable moments, and and just kind of like seeing it through. Like like I said, when it gets to a certain time in the day, it's just like see it out. You know, see out the heat, and um and then and it doesn't help that we're in a van too as well. Like the main premises that we've got now is a van because we're still cultivating and working on certain things, and things take time. And the van's like it's a metal tin, you know, so it's very warm and hot. Um, and it's just basically like getting a routine of like hibernating and uh, you can't even sleep it's too hot you know and it's just kind of like get the well water pour a bucket over your head and just survive and then when it gets to like seven o'clock at night it gets a lot more cooler as you can see now you know it's getting a bit more cooler and um, you can kind of just uh, go back out to work again because normally it gets to about this time at night and we're back out working again you know and um, working on projects Les says, I can't even imagine that heat. And you've done me isn't very well in a short time. Thanks for that. Yeah, well, just, we're just we're passionate about it, you know? And, like, it's one of them things, like, when, you, when you're, like, really passionate about something, you just kind of, like, you just find a way, you know? Like, you really do. It's just one of them things. It's just it's just when you, when you really enjoy doing something and you know how much importance it is, you know? It's, like, it is really challenging. Don't get us wrong. And, like, there's, I don't, I'm still figuring, we're still figuring things out. You know, we don't know half the time when we're doing projects. But it's just having the ability to just have a go, you know, and just, like, no matter what people say and, like, you're doing this wrong, you're building this wrong, just have a go, you know, and see what happens. And you figure things out on the job. That's what I, like, find out a lot. Like, the, over the last couple of years, I've just been learning so many skills by just trying it, you know. Like, how to fix, how to fix pipes for gas. Like, how to, like, do a boiler, you know, like how to do plumbing system and just like figuring it out on the job and just learning and then obviously like steeping myself around the right people who would who, who can help us and 
um, point us in the right direction and give us the tip and just being open and humble, you know, like just being open and humble and asking questions, you know, and it really helps. And there's amazing people out there on groups and forums who will share information and help, which is really cool. Um, Kev Max says, hi, mate, at work, just trying to catch up with the conversation. Do you believe Flat Earth now? Remember your podcast with Hopper and allegedly, Dave, you could get your head around it you do now yeah for sure well i knew it's interesting like um kev like because it's one of them things it's a really good question and i uh, hope your shift's going all right to work um but it's one of them things like where where you kind of like you know like when you it's kind of like it's hard to explain it's like coming out it's like is a gear guy isn't it it's like first like coming out it's like really hard to kind of like it's like tentative it's like you're scared to tell people you know what people are going to think about is um so it's like coming out like coming out of flat earth's like a bit like a gear guy but it's just one of them things like I've always like I've always knew that it's not what we've been told. But it's just like starting to piece things together more and more, you know, and like having the metaphysical experiences and then also emotionally going on a journey of my own self where like because truths aren't just physical, they're emotional too. And then also having the courage and the experience to be like, you know, like I can see through this um spell now, you know. And it's having the experiences too. Like you just it's like hard to explain, it's like physically like when people's telling you these scientific experiments and you in like and they tell you certain things it's like kind of it's when you're too much in the intellect with these topics it's sometimes hard to see through the spells but when you have when you start working through the gears spiritually you can you no longer interact with reality through the physical you interact with it like metaphysically and you can see what this place is you know and you realize completely 100 percent it's not what we've been told and for me, I always say this, like, I mean, of course it's important what we're on. 100% it's important what we're on because if you don't know what you're on, you don't know who you are, you don't know where you came from, you don't know where you're going. And it is all about leading us away from that divine nature. But I really do, like, what really led me to this place is not what it is, is the spiritual work, you know, because when you start realizing how things are moving in reality and how things are turning up for you and you start looking at the night sky with a higher mind, you feel it on your body you know like you feel it through your senses it's like the energy in your body and stuff you know it's like it's hard to explain but like it's just like it's like coming out as a gear guy it's the only way i can describe it but it's interesting because like um like in the past when we did that podcast with pop uh, when i did that podcast years ago with hopper and it's really cool like you're still watching the podcast all the way from then and it's funny because that podcast was actually done outside too i remember that and a dog actually attacked us on that podcast, which was hilarious. Maybe that the dog attacked us because we were st- I still was dancing in between the two worlds of flat earth and uh, in the in the round earth. <laughs> Maybe that's why the dog attacked us. Maybe the dog knew that it was flat. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's just kind of like um, I think it's more like it's like more kind of just being open and humble, you know. And it's kind of like the the journey of like coming out as a flat earther. It's like you know you don't want to be a flat earther. You know you don't want to be. But then you start developing yourself and it's like, it's getting a bit tricky. It's getting a bit tricky. Like, I'm tr- I don't want to be a flat earther. I'm already the conspiracy guy. I'm already like telling people to not do this and do this. Um, I'm already telling you that there's fluoride in your water and they're trying to calcify your pineal gland and stuff like this and that the world's not what it seems. I already seem like the crazy guy. I don't want to be the flat earther. And then it's like... I try to. I'm trying to prove it. I'm trying to prove what they're saying, but it doesn't add up. They're telling us that the Van Ambelt Van Belt's there and it has radiation and stuff like that. That this exists. That the this, the, the 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 moon's at this certain distance. The sun's at this distance. That this star's this in the sky, and then eventually over time, it's like I just can't. I can't. I can't opt into it anymore. It's too painful. You know, it's too painful. It's just like. 
and it's and eventually you just have to kind of accept what the evidence is telling you know and um but it's actually beautiful on the other side it really is it's beautiful when you get over that other side and like i said it's bigger than just like kind of it's important but it's just it's bigger than like the shape of the planet it's like the, it's the metaphysical it's the divine nature of this place and it's like beautiful when you get through it because when you get on that other side and you start realizing how reality is interacting it's magic you know and, like, and you realize what this place is it's divine and like we're the center of this it's so much more beautiful and it's it's okay on the other side i trust you it's not scary after you get through what people will say to you <laughs> um cj how's it going cj said um we learn from mistakes try try again is my motto yeah definitely that's all it is it's just learning you know it's just trial and error isn't it and then getting something wrong and then just going back out on the land and fixing it you know just one of them things uh kev said glad you see it now mate yeah i do it's like it's it's just like i say it's just a journey isn't it it's like you've got to be open and humble but i think i have always remained humble like throughout these podcasts i've always kind of stayed open to that every topic as you always know you know like even there's a part of us now that's still like i'm I like i believe it's flat now you know like i feel it's flat my senses are telling us that but at the same time there's still like a little part of us that's open to that i could be proved wrong you know like if i was to be ripped astrally out of my body right now and just like taken to the to the outside circumference of the of the realm and i looked down upon it and god said it's round boy that's when i might i might change my mind i'll be like yes it's round sorry sorry i was a naughty boy for believing it was a different shape i'm such a racist <laughs> i'm such a naughty boy but um but now eventually kind of like it's it's been always been open and humble you know and i think that's what's interesting about like a lot of kind of like flat earthers if you want to call them that a lot of flat earthers don't even call themselves flat earthers they don't even like it you know they just kind of they know what it's not you know that's the interesting thing um like a lot of flat earthers are the first people to tell you that it's not about knowing what it is it's knowing what it's not and that's what it is i know what this place is not and when you can have that open mind perspective that you know what it's not um it's kind of like it changes the game you know because it gives you that open perspective and that open mind that all the things that they're telling us don't add up and when you have that kind of when you can have that attitude that like i said you don't know what it is but you know what it's not it does something really interesting and beautiful to you it gives more removability to be open to different things kev max said it makes death uh, just the beginning of another journey yeah for sure 100 percent, it does and not only just that you know like it makes you realize like again what this place is about because if we are the center of it and and it's interesting because like that the the kind of like the perspective of of that model kind of like it shows you that we are the center of this and it's more divine and it's like you know the the sky clock because it is a sky clock that's moving all around us with the luminaries you know we're at the center of this thing you know and it's beautiful it's like a comp it's like an astrological star star clock that's kind of informing our realities you know our death cycles our birth cycles our traits our emotional makeup and of course they're not fixed you know there's there's movement through them things but it's kind of like informing our reality at all times and it's beautiful you know like it's a it's a divine magical place and also informing who turns up in our lives um it's beautiful when you go on that other side of the world you know <laughs> like other side of the world other side of the realm <laughs> um jaro said i never learn from my mistakes i make the same ones over and over again i'm the definition by definition of stupid i'm sure you're not I'm sure you're not stupid. We all learn from we all we're all learning, you know. Like even if you make a mistake five, fifty times, you know, eventually we will learn. Like no one's stupid. It's like uh, there's times where I'll make the same mistake twice, you know. I'll, I'll remember like different minds work in different ways, you know. That's what's that's all it's about. It's about learning that, and like 
one of the biggest things on my journey that I've learned is that there's just different energies, you know, like some people are more outward forcing. Like, for example, my energy is always on the go and I'm always wanting to do stuff. And Laura's energy is a little bit different, you know, like she's more chilled and more relaxed and mine's always like fiery and always on the go. And it's just kind of like, you know, understanding that different people have different energies, you know, like some people learn in different ways, you know, some people can't articulate words in certain ways some people can't speak like you know i have a form of dyslexia you know i can't say certain words and pronounce certain words i'm getting a lot better because i'm forming because i'm turning up on podcasts and speaking in them ways but it's still a journey you know like this but it what what it does is like what's beautiful about this place is that we're all different we all have different uh makeups and what happens is is um it forms your minds in different ways so if you like kind of like from a like a social perspective if you kind of classed as like like you have vulnerabilities in certain aspects or you don't operate in certain ways, it actually strengthens you in other ways, you know. It's really it's really beautiful, you know. Um Joe in the comments said, How's it going, Joe? Joe said, um, who um who woke you up to the flat earth, Dan? Um for me it was allegedly alleged. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um yeah, for me, um to be honest, I, I don't really know who it was, to be honest. I, I don't think it was allegedly Dave. Um I just think it was a combination, you know, of like of like seeking and being open and looking into stuff. It was like just a accumulation of asking me own questions as well. Like Costa was like outside influences, like looking into certain aspects and people questioning certain things. But it was like a, it's like an evolution because like as you know, like when you start kind of like tiptoeing into it, it's like you when you have that when you like I said, a lot of us who are in conspiracies is why I love people who are in conspiracies because they have a, such an open mind. But you tiptoeing right in a way where you're like, it could be, you don't know. It's like you're open, you still remain humble. And it's just tiptoeing, like taking pieces of information from all all over, you know, doing your own experiments, like uh, physically and emotionally, metaphysically, and then like reading a text and looking into certain topics. And there's a lot more intelligent people now, you know, like coming out the woodworks, you know. And um, especially when like a topic gets silenced, you know, and like algorithms get, podcasts get tucked down when you talk about a topic, it always raises alarm bells to me, you know, because they always say like, if, um, Laura, watch out for the boars. <laughs> Laura's going on a walk and uh, the boars always come out at this time of night and uh, the wild boars are not to be messed with. They seem quite placid, but they're, they're definitely not to be messed with, like especially the the male boars, um, they're the alpha boars. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of like, I can't remember what I was saying now, but it's just kind of like, it's just unraveling, you know, like kind of like steeping yourself in new information. And like I said, more people are starting to, to kind of come out the, 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 the flat earth closet now, more intelligent people and more ideas are allowed to be able to kind of, to, to like, to come out now, you know, um, Jario said, I have a maths PhD, but I still consider myself stupid. Thanks for being nice to me, no, much appreciated. You're not stupid, man. You're not stupid. It's like, like, don't also, like, that's a spell also as well, you know, like, I, I know you, like, you might just be being humble with that, but if that's a spell, speaking to yourself like that, you know, it really is. Um, You know, and like, learn yourself to speak to yourself not like that, you know, because a lot of people speak to people like that and tell them they're stupid and stuff like that, and that is a trauma in society, you know, like, you're stupid, it's embedded in, but you'll have skills in other ways, you know, like, you really will, like, you're turning up here, so you're already... Like, I can say that you're already a person that's engaged in long-form content. You know, half of the population right now don't want to engage in long-form content. You know, they want to, like, scroll on TikTok two-second infant justification, you know. So, it's, it's you're not stupid, you know. It's just, like, 
just kind of stop speaking yourself in that way, you know, like start telling yourself that you're intelligent, you know, stop telling yourself that you that you're beautiful, start telling yourself that you that you you're special in your own way. And once you start speaking yourself like this, it's like you're casting spells, you know, like when you speak to ourselves, we're casting spells. And it can change just like that, you know. If you're talking to yourself in that way now, you can change it so fast by just speaking yourself in a nice way. That's the way the placebo effects works, you know. Like it's been proven that by the way that we speak to ourselves, through our thoughts, through our emotions, we can not only just change our internal reality, but our external reality. So just try it, you know. Like write down a piece of paper, some things, like write some mantras down, you know. Say a mantra like, you know, I am great, I am greatness. Like look in the mirror and tell yourself, you know, I am great, I am smart, I am intelligent, I am unique. And it does something really beautiful, you know. Because um, we're all unique in our own way. And we'll never let anyone else tell you that. Because they're full of shit. Them people are the ones who believe in the round earth. It's just a joke, by the way. <laughs> um, someone said, are you planning retreats on your land? Um, no, we're not. We're not really not. Um, there's still so much to be worked through after the last retreat. I'm still processing it. It'll probably take us about a thousand years. Um, but I don't think that we're going to be... Um, in all honesty, we're not right now. I don't think we'll be bringing kind of energies into the land that that we haven't fully felt out. So it won't be. Um, it's just one of the things, you know, like the things that we're looking at moving into. You know, like me and Laura's looking into moving into having children, and things like that. So one of the things that we learn is that you've got to be careful of what energies that you let into your group and also let into your space. And it's something that I'm really navigating navigating in my own life with very much caution now. Is like who gets into that space, you know, who gets into my inner circle. Um, sounds like a cult, I don't know, but it's not like that. It's just about you know honoring like and protecting, you know the family core, you know com- respecting the family dynamic. Um, and I think we have to do that within our own circles anyway. You know, like who do you let in, who do you not let in? It's really important to to think about. You know, it really is. Um, good question though. Um, and who knows things might change. You know, who thinks, who think, who knows what's going to unfold and happen. But um, anyway, who who knows. Um, Douglas said Eric Dubai the best flat earth documentary six hours long still remember night I got hooked and watched the whole video straight yeah I, I like Eric Dubai really humble really humble really open guy someone who's had his channels took downloads as well but yeah I like his stuff really humble guy as well and ties in a bit of the metaphysical stuff as well I like people who tie in the metaphysical stuff to the flat earth you know like the more cosmological aspects to it there's loads more content out there now like tying in the cosmological aspects to the flat earth 100% um, Daryl says I am now calling myself amazing everyone else calls me handsome no work required there love that well there you go you're handsome that's all that matters that's all you need if you're handsome that's all that matters <laughs> gets you a long way <laughs> um, but being a good person and being handsome two fundamental things um, <laughs> Daryl said still expecting you running around naked and Laura diving into that ice cold lakes well it's funny you said that because most of the day we are naked I'm not even joking with that um, me and Laura actually made a joke about that the other day because we're talking about sharing that on the vlog, but it'll get censored. But most of the time, we just um, we just uh, walk around naked. I'm not even joking. Uh, we had it well, f- funny today because of what I was having a laugh today where I was imagining like like someone randomly just walking down to the land. I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere and you don't get that, but like someone randomly walking down and there's me and Laura just kind of dancing around naked, butt naked, just kind of like sw- swimming and washing ourselves with well water. <laughs> so funny um but uh, yeah i think i think i'm going to leave it there as well guys um maybe if someone asks one more question i might jump in and see where it goes maybe one or two more questions but it's just starting to get a little bit dark outside now 
the light's starting to change in the sky and um <clears throat> you can see the light's starting to change now but if someone wants to ask a few more questions i'll um i'll dive into maybe two, one or two more questions one thing i've just started trying to be trying to do as well though is with water it, it's so hard in portugal not to do this but one of the things i've been learning is I've been learning that not to drink water too fast, even though I've just downed it there. <laughs> but it, so I'm contradicting myself. But trying to like sip me water a lot slowly, drinking more reg more regular, but like drinking water more slowly because what actually happens is I've been learning is that when you drink water too fast, it it strips your body of the of natural minerals very fast. So it's very it's more easy to kind of like bring the water into your body slowly. And I've been learning that a lot lately. But it's just one of them things anyway. Uh, but anyway, I think I'm going to leave it there. I can't send any more questions or anything. Um, but anyway, thanks so much for tuning in, as always. And it's always awesome. And as you can see, it's getting a little bit dark now outside. But uh, thanks for tuning in. And um, uh, if you can, check out the vlog, that's the, the the Origin Homestead channel that we've got going. It's doing quite well as well, and it's got, it's got some really good interaction. So we're hoping that we can inspire some people through that lens and through that creative endeavor. And we're going to also be... Um, we've got some cool, really cool stuff and we're also going to be incorporating some metaphysical stuff in that too as well. Anyway, have a good one. Big love. Peace and love.